The Kindness Podcast is made possible by Cornwell Properties in Athens, Ohio. Cornwell Properties offers Ohio University students the best locations to live in Athens. All of their apartments are either on Court Street or within one block. Cornwell Properties. Location matters. Visit their website, cornwellpropertiesathens.com, for more information. Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. The world can be a tricky place to navigate for adults and for kids. Children's author Wendy Gilhula is using a special little animal to help kids learn concepts like bravery, love, and kindness. Wendy, the first thing I want to know is <laughs> to be a successful children's author, I think you really have to know kids. And so I'm just wondering, aside from having your own kids, how did you get into the brain of children in order to be able to write for them? Well, I've been babysitting since I've been nine years old. And then I went into a career of teaching dance and choreography. So I did that for two decades. And then that translated into, of all things, being a math tutor for the past, um, it'll be my 17th year. And there we are. So kids have been my life. Yeah. So, so, okay, hold on. So one part of your brain likes dance and the other part of your brain likes math. I got to just sit on that for a second. Wait, wait, wait. I need to correct you. One side of my brain likes dance and the other side of my math, uh, other side of my brain can do math. I don't love math, (laughs) but that seems to be, my students tell me that that's the number one way that they connected with me is because I was open about, I don't love math and they didn't love math either. So that was our first connection point with, with my tutoring students, which oh, I found interesting. Oh, that is, that is really a great lesson that, you know, we don't have to love things to be able to learn how to do them and do them well. Oh, I always say we don't have to, we don't have to like people in order to love them well, right? So. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of the same vein there. Hey, tell us about this, this sweet little Pika bunny. Pika bunny oh. is a Pikachu. No, Pikachu is a Pika bunny. Right, right. So I didn't even know that at the time. I didn't realize I didn't put Pikachu and Pika together. But when I originally wrote this book over 30 years ago, Pika was, his name was not Pika, it was Jack. And Jack was white and had long ears. So when I brushed off this manuscript, it got rejected, by the way, um, of my first rejection. And it it was reject- it was rejected because the publisher told me that kindness was not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a long time ago. This was almost thirty years ago, and I was so embarrassed that I hid my manuscript in a drawer for thirty years. <sighs> so when I was ready to get it out and brush it off, I thought, oh, I don't want I don't want this bunny to be a white long eared rabbit. There's too many of those, and so I did some research and I found the American pika or the American pika. You can say it either way. I, I call Pika Pika Bunny, and I researched it, and scientists are trying to get it on the endangered species list because of global warming, and these these little creatures are so cute. If you put your two hands together and you look down inside, a little Pika Bunny could fit in your own two hands, oh. and, it, and it weighs about one and a half sticks of butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell this to kids because they're like, I don't know what a Pika is. They, can, they can't wrap their, you know, if they haven't seen any YouTube videos or any pictures, they don't know. So that's kind of, that's fun to share. And then I, I talk about how the scientists are trying to save it. And it's, 
one of the most delightful creatures. I don't know if you have a chance to watch some videos on YouTube, but you won't be disappointed. Where does the where does the pika live in in the wild? It it's just been newly discovered in the United States within about the past ten years, maybe or more no, more noticeable the past ten years, and that would be like in the Cascades, the Rocky Mountains, up into Canada. But they also live in Russia and and China and other countries. Okay, all right. So then we have this this endangered species that you have brought to life in these books to teach kids and sometimes adults, I think probably about big life lessons like love and kindness and bravery. Um, tell me about how you see Pika Bunny. What's what, when you envision Pika Bunny, what, what's he like to you? Pika Bunny is, he's effervescent, but he also is very naive and, he looks through, the eyes he looks through are always through love. And sometimes lessons are a little tougher for him to learn, or he has to learn things on his own. That's how I see him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we can sometimes see people in our lives and who, especially young people who look at life that way. And there's a part of you that just wants to protect that, isn't there? There is. I I try to keep a little piece of, of inside of me that's still a child with that childlike wonder, whether I, I do well with that, I don't know, but that's what I try to do. And when I have my students across the table from me or if I've taught dance with them, I just remember having to learn everything mm-hmm. from scratch. I just remember, you know, you, you're an adult, you've already learned some things and then you assume the child already knows it. But the child's still learning. Yeah. That's interesting. I read my my fourth grader. Uh, there's a book called The Richest Man in Town. It's by a man named B.J. Smith. And um, my son keeps asking, so in the end of the book, is this guy going to get rich? And 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 I we have to talk about what, what does rich mean? You know, what does that word mean? Because it's got the book has nothing to do with money. And, um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's interesting that we as adults can kind of jump from step one to step four or step right. 47 sometimes. From experience, from experience. Yeah. yeah. So I, in peak of money as a big question, I try to answer the question, what is love? That's a big question. It is. Yeah. It is a big question. And mama's answer, he didn't understand it. Mama said, love is kindness. Love is giving. Love is understanding. And then she says, Giving is the happiest love can be. And Pika Bunny doesn't know what she's talking about. Right. Like, what does that even mean? Because he hadn't experienced it. And then he goes on his own journey to discover that he already knows what love is. Mm-hmm. And he makes up a, a little saying to help, to try to help himself learn. He says, love is kindness. Love is giving. Love is an action and not a feeling. Mm-hmm. I read the book this morning and I was really touched with the really um, simple examples of Pika going through his day and seeing people who needed him. And, um, I think that we, as people go through our day and we can see those people or we cannot see those people, but Pika definitely does a great job of seeing those people. And I think it teaches kids that. So now you went from 30 years ago, people saying kindness is irrelevant to being 
uh, in schools and, you know, talk about, talk about that, where your book is and, and the effect that Pika is making. Well, yes, my book, um, I have logged over 225,000 Skype miles talking to classrooms all over the world about kindness. And I, we talk about how can we be kind at school or in our own world. We talk about how can we be kind at home. And how many different ways we can be kind to our planet. Mm -hmm. And it it opens wonderful discussions and really some big questions from some of the kids and some really big answers from some of the kids, too. Like what? What are some of the what would be a question or an answer that kids are coming up with when it comes to being kind in one of those areas? Um, Let's see. Let me think of one. Um. Well, basically more in their answer. I had I had a child that I was reading to and he was still in diapers. And he's watching me and he's listening and so I asked the question, how can we be kind to our planet? And he raised his hand and I was so and he needed a lot of time to get it, you know, to get his words together. Mind you, he's still in diapers and he said, "We can water our seeds." and grow plants oh. and it almost fell over it almost <laughs> fell over I'm like he gets it he's he still has you know he's still wearing a diaper but he gets it he gets it and it made me think wow I can I need to make sure I'm not just thinking about school-age kids like mm-hmm. this is a lesson for for most kids Right. And everyone who is a parent at home who wonders like at what age do I start talking to my kids about kindness I I will you know since my kids were in preschool, I would say, well, what was your kind today? And of course they're like, what? And I said, well, did anyone bring a snack today? Did anyone hand you a napkin today? Did anyone? And they were like, oh yeah, you know, and it is, it is. I, I commend that, that child's mom or dad or caregiver, because someone taught them that you're being kind when you water those seeds, when you're loving on, on something and doing something for something, you know? Absolutely. Mm. Well, let me ask a few questions, if you don't mind. How does it feel to have this ultimate podcast platform to talk about kindness? <laughs> this is, is that a big question? This is like my college. This is my schooling, man, because I started the podcast. This is season three, and I started the podcast. And, um, you know, I knew a little bit about kindness and research and things like that. But after talking to experts like you in all different veins of the kindness world, it's just my mind is blown by A, how many people are having profound experiences with kindness that change their lives to the point that they are actually using it as a profession and a purpose for their life. And also just the the interesting, the science behind kindness and how, how those profound experiences you know, truly affect our bodies. And so, yeah, yeah. I don't really feel like I'm, I'm giving anything right now. I am absolutely taking in all the information I can take from you and, and other guests. So thanks for asking that. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like it's not your career. It's good. It's your legacy. It's, it's how you treat people and how you are teaching others and sharing with others. And I, I really look up to that. Well, thank you. And I see you doing that the same way. Cause I don't think that that Pika's done yet. Is, is Pika he or she? I don't know if I should say he, she. Uh, Pika's a he. He, okay. Um, <laughs> and I, I wrestled with that because someone said, you know, females 
publishers are looking for more female leads. And I thought, why can't, I said, why can't a boy be kind? Right. Why can't, like, it's not just girls that can be kind. Boys can be kind too. So I just kept him as a boy because that's how I felt that he should, he should be represented. We'll get back to our conversation with Wendy Gilhula in just a moment. But first, our kindness call. Hi, this is Andrea from Aberdeen, South Dakota, and I have a kindness story to share. I um, came home, and at the base of my driveway, I had all of my leftover boxes for moving at the end of the driveway, and for some reason, the recycling team did not pick up the boxes, and so that was kind of a bummer. I don't know if there was just too many or if they weren't bundled properly or something, so they were sitting at the base of the driveway still when I came home. And I was going to have to haul them all the way back into the garage and, and deal with them at a later time when all of a sudden one of my sweet neighbors walked over and, by the way, we're new to our neighborhood, so I don't quite know everybody in the neighborhood. And one of our sweet neighbors walked over and he said, hey, I'm going to the dump. I can take your boxes for you. Um, no problem. You know, I'll take care of them all. And I was just so tickled and it was just such a sweet thing and so kind of him to offer to do that. So he drove his truck over. He picked up a huge pile of boxes and put them in his truck and took them to the dump for me. So I was just wanting to tell you that special story. It was very kind and it made my day. Thanks. Bye. Did you know you can be on the Kindness Podcast? Call the Kindness Hotline with your story. You can leave us a voicemail at the number in the description of this podcast. Now back to the show. So do you have future plans for Pika? Oh, yeah. So um, I talk about kindness and I also talk about courage, having courage to say no to bullying. And that is Pika Bunny Says Eep. This book just came out in 2019. So the schools have choices on whether they want to talk about kindness or actually you have to be kind to have courage to stand up to say no to bullying. Absolutely. And in the works right now, I have just finished a manuscript. It's my first chapter book. And uh, Pika Bunny loses his Christmas list on Chris, uh, his Christmas list for Santa on Christmas Eve, uh-huh. and all. You know, and he's very upset about it because, you know, he needs to get that to Santa right away, and he's lost it. So uh, that is in editing right now, and I'm looking really forward to having that out by uh, maybe 2021 Christmas time. Excellent. So then that will really expand um, the the kind of the, the age range in your schools, I would think as well, because right now when you go into schools or when schools order your books, um, what age are they targeting? Well, K through two for Pika Bunny has a big question, but K through five, the schools are very interested in talking about saying no to bullying through our elementary school, okay. the whole elementary school system. So even though it's a picture book, they're finding that the older kids are enjoying that? Yes, because what do you, okay, so there's a witnessing bullying. We talk about that. There's experiencing bullying. And when someone, if, if you're getting bullied and you're standing in a group or you're witnessing it, what do you say? What can you say? And when it's hard to tell a young person, well, you need to stand up for your friend. And like, what words do I use? What words do I use? And in nature, the American pika says eep when there's something wrong, when oh. there's something wrong. And I thought what a perfect way to tie that in is if you don't have words, 
you can and you know it you know what's happening is wrong and it's not coming from love then you can say no just one word or eep you can just say one word and i was telling the i had the manuscript almost finished and i was explaining it to a group of first graders the concept of saying eep and i heard um, some kids saying something on the side. So I walked over and I heard them saying eep. Nicole, I heard them saying eep. And there was a circle of kids just not yelling, not being mean, just saying eep. And there was a little girl in the center and she looked up at me and she wasn't saying anything. Her eyes were huge. And I said, oh, is it working? And the kids that said eep just smiled and nodded their heads. And I was like, oh, my goodness. They just need to know what to say in the moment. In the moment, one single word. And adults can do it, too. Just like, no, this, no. And if one person says it, another person can say it because it's only one word. And it means, what does no mean? Mm -hmm. This is not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think in classrooms, sometimes when they have their own... um, their own language that it, 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 it draws the class together, like, like a tribe, we are one. Right. And so then when they have that special word too, that's, that's really neat. Hmm. So So I was, uh, I was doing a little shopping on the app store and I noticed there was a Pika bunny (laughs) kindness tracker available for Android and iOS. I did download it to my iPhone and it's really cute. Yeah. Talk about who's meant to use that. Well, it can be for parents, teachers, or kids. Okay. And there's a um, if there's something that you've done that's kind that's not listed, it says a, I think it says a, a kind deed, and you can just count that. So you can get points in for either being kind at school or in your world or um, at home or for the planet. And you can see how kind you really are. A lot of people say be kind, but maybe they it's hard for them to practice it. Because practicing kindness wasn't really a thing until, what, a couple years ago? Right. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And then you can see where you're most kind. Are you most kind at school? Are you most kind at the planet? Are you most kind at home? And then you can see where you are. So, okay, download the the tracker, the Pika Bunny kindness tracker, because it's really cute. And you do give people the, you can kind of toggle through whether you want to look at acts of kindness in the home. And I think it would be really great for parents to use with their kids too, um, to say, Hey, you know, cause sometimes we just are like, well, I don't know if there's a way for me to be kind right now in the house. And you have a lot of ways for people to be kind in the house. Some of them as a parent, I definitely appreciated. And then also, uh, another free resource that, cause the, the app is free, but another re- free resource you have for people is on YouTube, right? Yes, I have a free audio book of Pika Bunny Has a Big Question. Good. Awesome. Okay, so now I need to go deep because I need to know. Um, I don't need to know. I'm just nosy, Wendy. That's the issue. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. You wrote this book 30 years ago before anyone was talking about kindness. What happened in your life that made you aware and interested in the power of kindness? 
Oh, wow. All right. So I'm going to, this is the first time I'm getting this deep. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. You don't have to, uh, but. No, I, it's okay. It's okay. right. All right. My biological father um, gave up rights to me when I was two. And although um, I did have a stepfather, I found the kindness of Mr. Rogers. I was so drawn to that when I was little. And what he said about kindness and how I heard that when I was three, four, you know, five years old. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what is one of his quotes? Um, It either comes from love or a lack of it. That's kind of paraphrasing. And I used that very quote to help me write Pika Bunny says Eep. Wow. And he was such an influence in my life at such a young age, talking about very simple, talking simply, talking the way a child needs to hear, that it has just been a permanent part of my my life and my heart. Wendy, we're soulmates. I'm sitting in my office and I wish you were with me because I have a mug here and it's got all Mr. Roger quotes all over it. And then up on my wall, I have a picture of Mr. Rogers. Like I really, I, I legitimately want to be Mr. Rogers when I grow up. Um, you do. My yeah. husband gave me for Christmas a kind of like a paper doll set, but it's magnetic of Mr. Rogers and oh. you can change his sweater and you can put him in roller skates and you can change his puppets. And I love it. Oh, <laughs> oh. the difference is you're going to be Mr. Rogers for kids, which was, you know, kind of the original. And and I just want to be Mr. Rogers for adults. I just want to hold adults close what and say, team, hey, what a team. yeah, yeah. You are loved and kindness exists and it's all all going to be okay. So that's really interesting that it was, it was like you say, either the love or the lack of love that draws you into that. And so you leaned in to love. Absolutely. Yes. Isn't it cool how three decades later it is coming back and it is speaking to kids and adults all over again. Wendy, you are so special. Thank you for talking with me today. This was really cool. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed the conversation and um, let's keep in touch. Yeah. Before I let you go, is there any other story of kindness or, you know, is there anything else that you're like, I really want to, I really want to make sure I tell people this? Well, if you want, the career and legacy has been on my mind today Mm. and you can have a career and that's great. You can have the best career ever, but you need to really think about how we, I, I'm talking to myself too. I need to think about how I treat people because that's going to be my legacy. And and maybe I'm not always the kindest person in the room. I'm not unkind, but like sometimes I'm silent or not, not when anybody's getting bullied or anything like that, but right. like um, I try to find those ways to be kind in an appropriate way and it's been very it's been the most rewarding thing in my life and I encourage others to try it as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you don't I don't think you realize the power and the teeth that kindness has until you really put it into action. Like when sometimes if you just smile at somebody and they stop you and say, "You know, I needed that today." Yeah. And you're like, "Wow, I don't even you know, that's a stranger I just smiled and they just said it pass it in passing at the mall or whatever." And um, I remember I live in Tennessee and one Christmas it was really warm, like maybe last year, two years ago. And I'm passing and I'm walking on Christmas Day 
and I say, Merry Christmas. And people are like, oh, people gasped. And they went, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we're in this together. I'm not walking oh. alone here. I know we're walking at the at the park, just enjoying the day on Christmas. And you know, <sighs> I just remember people gas. Everybody was gasping <gasps> at first, and then, oh, Merry Christmas! Oh. So it can be just the smallest of things, and you can make a huge difference in somebody's life. Amen to that. Thank you, Wendy, so so much, and I can't wait to see what Pika does next. Thank you, and have a great day. You too. That was a conversation with children's author Wendy Gilhula. Check out her Pika Bunny series at www.wendygilhula.com. Follow Pika's adventures on Instagram at Pika Bunny Says and download the free Pika Bunny Kindness Tracker app available for Android and iOS. Thanks for listening to the Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to the Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. Kindness.